Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, August 9th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, I want to start on the D-line. Uh, I mean, the starters are stacked. You know, Chase Young and Jonathan Cooper at defensive end. You got, you know, Davon Hamilton and Robert Landers at D-tackle. Um, but the guy a lot of people are talking about, um, even though he's a backup, is Tommy Togiai. And, you know, his teammates are talking him up. Larry Johnson, who we got a chance to talk to yesterday after practice, I mean, he doesn't throw out compliments very easily. I mean, he's seen a lot of great defensive uh, you know, linemen during his time, obviously. And he says, quote, you know, those, this story has been on Bucknuts now for a few hours, so people might have seen this, but here's Larry Johnson. Quote, Tommy Togiai, he can wreck a offensive line. I mean, he can wreck the line is what he's saying, and that's just huge praise coming from Larry Johnson that Tommy Togiai can, quote, wreck the line. Yeah, I'm really fired up about um, the, his development there. Um, Big Tom, they like to call him, he's going to be an absolute terror inside. He can be a one-man wrecking crew, as Larry Johnson said, so the fact that you have him and then you also have a, a five-star uh, defensive tackle and Terran Vincent that's also back there. And then I know uh, a couple people had told me um, that they believe Davon Hamilton is going to be playing in the NFL. He really came on strong. And Bob Landers, he's just so smooth with his game. I always say Bob Landers cuts the offensive line like a knife through butter. He's, he's that slick. And you just have to be extremely bullish about the inside. I can't remember a time where the inside on the defensive line has been this stacked up. And, and then you also have to throw in the, uh, Haskell Garrett. I mean, he's a guy that, that can really give you some solid minutes there. Then obviously the defense ends, they're going to be able to get after the quarterback. But the fact that Ohio State has the ability to be so disruptive in the middle is going to be huge, huge, especially when it comes to the development of the linebackers, allowing those guys to play a little bit cleaner this year. You know those stacks when we're like gushing about the the backups like Tommy Togiai and Tyreek Smith, but that that's that's how the Buckeyes roll this year. This defensive line is amazing. We've seen some great defensive lines come through, but I like I keep saying I put this one right up there with the top. And you to look at talent and depth. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, let's look at the other line for a second, Jay Book. The offensive line, a uh, little more trepidation uh, for the O line than the D line, but. You know, I think they're looking good so far. Um, you know, let's uh, start with Jonah Jackson and, and what he brings. Got a chance to meet Jonah Jackson for the first time yesterday. Uh, we have a video on the site right now. Everybody can get a chance. He's a very charismatic young man. 
talk to his teammates and his coaches. They say Jonah Jackson brings toughness, leadership, everything you would expect from a fifth-year senior. I mean, I, you know, if you could, like, just, you know, pick a – you have to have a, a – you have a hole at left guard, and, and you have to get somebody. It's almost like this is, like, the perfect guy to get. Like, a fifth-year senior, you just plug and play at left guard. I love what I'm hearing out of Jonah Jackson. Just your thoughts on Jonah Jackson. J-Book. This was this this was probably one of the biggest key pickups uh, in the off season because, as you mentioned, a fifth year guy you can't substitute uh, live game reps, and he has plenty of game experience, and he's been in the trenches. Um, unfortunately, Rutgers has been on the, the tail end of a lot of butt whoopings, but the fact that he was able to shine and become an honorable mention All Big Ten. Uh, at that at Rutgers tells you that he can play some ball, and what you're going to get from him is a heady, um, battle-tested veteran. He's not going to get rattled. The fact that he came in and right away they plugged him in with the first team tells you how they feel about him. He's not going to he's not going to buckle under the pressure. He's going to be able to help a young Josh Myers next to him to get the offensive line set. And I thought it was really really telling of him. Uh, just, you know, talking about Josh Myers, how on point he's been with his game because uh, Jonah Jackson has some experience of playing center, and the fact that he felt that uh, Josh Myers has been uh, really sharp this camp and been getting the calls and he's pretty much been the anchor of the offensive line makes you feel really good about the direction and the development of him. And I think Stud is going to have probably his best year as a, as an offensive line coach because I think – Top to bottom, this is the deepest group that he's been able to coach here. No doubt about it. They got eight guys they really like when you look at, you know, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen at right tackle, but whoever loses the right tackle job, either Nicholas Pettit Ferrer or Brandon Bowen is going to be a top backup. Joshua Allaby, you know, assuming he that there, Mumford's healthy at left tackle. Joshua Allaby is going to be a top backup. Uh, and then Harry Miller at center. I mean, they got eight guys they really like there. Um, I want to switch to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, linebacker specifically, uh, what do you make of, you know, right now the starting linebackers are the same starting linebackers as last year. Malik Harrison, no surprise there. Everybody knows Malik Harrison's a stud. Pete Warner, the other outside backer. Tough Borland, middle backer. Um, those guys right now are running with the first team. Doesn't mean they'll definitely be the first team linebackers this year, Jay Book, but uh, what do you make of the linebacker situation so far? Yeah, it's, it's very interesting because I know a lot of people, especially on our board, thought that um, – that linebacker crew that they rolled out there last year, there may have been a little bit of favoritism towards the upperclassmen, which you saw uh, somewhat in within the Urban Meyer tenure. And a, a lot of thought was that some of these younger guys should be playing ahead of uh, Tough Borland or, or Pete Werner. But as things stand right now, those guys are getting the first team reps, first crack at the bat. Uh, and I think it's going to be up to those younger guys to come in and unseat them. They need to elevate their game. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of Taraja Mitchell. I think he has a star potential. I really like that second-team linebacking core uh, with with Pope on the outside with Dallas Gant. The one guy that, you know, we're all kind of just waiting for is Baron Browning. When is he going to make his move? I, I'm starting to get to the point to where it's now or never for him um, and I, I truly believe that he's more suited to be on the outside. I think he's not really um, up to the snuff when it comes to being a Mike linebacker. I think Taraja Mitchell will, will suit that position extremely well because he's a thumper, 
a guy that's really, really ready to come down heel and smack somebody in the face. So I just hope that Baron Brownlee can bring uh, some type of contribution besides special teams, considering he was highly regarded coming out of high school as a five-star. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see it once fall camp open if it's still going to be the same starter. But right now, if I'm a betting man, I, I do believe it's still going to be the same starting linebacker crew, crew this year. Yeah, that's a good point about Baron Browning. I mean, we've we've seen guys where the light comes on as a senior, but with like Curtis Grant guys like that. But I think in this day and age, Jay Book, you make a great point because if it doesn't happen for this year, doesn't happen this year for Baron Browning, then he might go in the portal. I mean, it's not the same game as it was five years ago, you know, obviously ten years ago. But even five years ago with Curtis Grant, he might have left after his junior year if the portal was a real thing. So. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, maybe Baron Browning, if he doesn't play a lot this year, would stick around next year. But I feel like I'm with you on that. I feel like it is now or never for Baron Browning. Yeah, and some of the younger guys, they're coming up. I mean, I know Al Washington has has spoken extremely high about those young guys. And when you're, when you're in a situation when the talent is equal, I'm a big proponent of playing the younger guy because the younger guy, if the talent is equal, will be able to provide you that spark and he's going to be there maybe an extra year if he's not NFL draft ready. So I, I hope the best for Baron Brownie, but we, we've now, we're, we're now in a situation where you've had uh, two different linebacking coaches come in here, and, and three, if you want to count Luke Fickle, who, who come in here and, and took a look at Baron Brownie and felt that he's not ready. At, at what point do you say, is he ever going to be ready? Exactly. And last thing, um, I, I want to look at true freshmen that will play maybe meaningful roles this year. Not starting roles, but more than just getting out there on special teams here and there. You know, I mean, I don't think there's going to be many, but a couple of guys that I wrote down, I mean, obviously Garrett Wilson is going to be the main guy as far as the true freshman. He's the one true freshman that I have that's going to play a lot. You know, but, the, you know, Harry Miller is going to be on the two deep. You never know if there's injuries. You know, Harry Miller could end up being a starter if there's injuries, you know. Marcus Crowley's getting a lot of run at running back, as you know. You've been talking about that. Zach Harrison, a.k.a. Zach Harrison. I think they're going to work him in as a situational pass rusher. I don't see him playing a lot unless you know injuries arise to other DNs. Kate Stover is a guy I think they're going to try and get in there just a little bit. You know, it, it, linebacker, but he won't play a lot defensively. He's another guy who will play a lot uh, probably on special teams. When you look at these true freshmen, um, you know, maybe I left somebody out there. Just who do you think is going to be, be playing meaningful roles on this team, Jay Book? Yeah, the the guy that I'm I'm really keeping my eye on is Marcus Crowley because if you look at the at the running back uh, depth chart right now, I mean there's there's carries to be had. J.K. Dobbins, um, I don't think he's you know a, a 200 plus 250 plus type of running back. I think he's a guy that really does you know, does better whenever he has a low balance there. And that was the thing that you saw from him with Mike Weber is they were able to really feed off each other. Obviously, they're going to use Justin Fields' legs in the running running game, but you're going to need some guys back there. Right now, Master Teague is um, a little nicked up. There's high hopes for him. Um, Demario McCall, I think he has the potential to be a home run hitter, but he has a situation where he has to stay healthy. And right now, Marcus Crowley, with, with, with T nursing his injury, he's getting those reps and indication are is he's taking every advantage of getting those running back carries. So if, if the situation, uh, you know, gets late in the season or late in games where Ohio State's 
uh, has a commanding lead. I can see Marcus Crowley getting some meaningful meaningful playing time. Obviously, the five-star guys that you mentioned in Wilson and, and Harry Miller, those are guys that will definitely see the field. And you could, you know, see some younger guys in Cade Stover um, on special teams. If you look at some of the freshmen, I'm sure they'll try to get them squeezed in on the special teams. But I, I really like where uh, Crowley's at right now, and I think he was a highly regarded guy coming out of Florida. And if he can stay healthy, he has the opportunity to see some touches. Great stuff as always. Out of Jonah Booker, really appreciate it. Jay Book, and really appreciate all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's try that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.